The message you're about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2024, themed The Resurrection. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. I give God all the praise for all that has happened. Uh, the Lord said there's someone here, you are having pains in your right knee. You can check it now. You've just been healed. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. And by extrapolation, if you're having pains in any part of your leg, check it. The healing power of God right now is taking away leg pains. Leg pains. There's somebody here, you're having blockages in your blood veins. God is also telling me that right now, check it where that pain has been lodged. There is a dislodgement of that pain there right now. The power of God has just made you whole. Now you just check it, you felt the power of God, shout amen. Okay, those of you that have been healed, your healings are permanent. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I tonight have a big word for the house. I bless the name of the Lord for what just happened. In actual fact, it's a reason for thanksgiving. And uh, Pastor Shala, I was listening to his message. And he said, no, no, to God, I don't know why he stopped. And then he went to Romans 8. That is the, in fact, the Holy Ghost put the right scripture. But I think the man of God was just thinking, let me use another one that babies can understand. <laughs> but the matured, we know that nothing catches God at all away. If you do, come and shout hallelujah. <laughs> uh, last week, Pastor Tosin had a dream. And he saw fire in the household of David. And the place was burning. And the place, the fire in his dream started from the generator. Ah, I said that is electrical fire. Uh, we prayed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know I've been praying till 5 a.m. virtually every day for like weeks now. And I must let you know we prayed. I pray for this conference a lot. Uh, if it still happened. You see, why it happened, it was today I understood. Yesterday while I was praying, I fell into a trance. Then I saw a radio that looked like a, 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 a station. And then it was like a TV station and then a speaker. And I was like, what is happening here? This is a TV station. This is a radio station. What is happening here? Then I, as I woke up from that trance, the Lord said unto me, he said, it shall be noised abroad. And then the, this conference came to my heart. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let me call Pastor Shalao that things will happen that will be noised abroad, though. Do you know that it has been noised abroad? <laughs> Shout hallelujah. That's the reason why many people are joining online watching this service now. <laughs> Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So ladies and gentlemen, known unto God, eyes works from the beginning. God knows what will happen. I was preparing some messages. I was just, you know, preparing overnight. And Allah said, no, you're not preaching all of that. Too. He said, why? He said, no. The time I will give you in that service, ah, he said, because of what has this and this and that. I was like, what will happen that my time will be cut short? Pastor Allah has told me my time now. So I woke up this morning. I had to be telling the Lord, I said, Lord, I will not disobey. I will, I will keep to what you told me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, nobody knew. Only God knew that the time will be shifted. Known unto God that his works from the beginning. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So ladies and gentlemen, today I am here to declare unto you. The Lord said unto me, he said, the devil will regret what he has just done. 
Ren Adbonke had a crusade in South Africa. And his tent fell. I'm already ministering. And his tent fell. And when his tent fell, it was a big crusade. And the tent fell. Everybody got there the next day. Everybody was crying. Rehabonke looked at it. It was like God. The crusade couldn't go out anymore. You know one thing? They brought the sick there. And as they brought them there, suddenly somebody touched the tent and got healed. Ah! Instant. Others that they started telling everybody, what is happening here? The tent is healing. Everybody started coming with knife and scissors. They started cutting the tent and people were healed massively. The Rehabonke stood. He said, if the devil knew this is what God will do with what he did, he said, I would have never touched my tent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ilio Batojo. <laughs> that is the house of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Housing kings and priests. It is an opportunity for greater beauty. And the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has anointed me. To preach good tidings to the meek, He has sent me to bind up the broken heart, to proclaim liberty unto the captives, and to open doors of prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto those that mourn in Zion beauty to give unto them beauty for ashes. Ladies and gentlemen, I declare as the mouthpiece of God that what is coming out of this will be a total regret of hell. Yeah. The dimensions that had never been opened up, I see mercy opening it up over this ministry. Come on, put it together for Jesus and celebrate God. It's all about resurrection and it's the time, ladies and gentlemen, to teach on resurrection. When I was told this resurrection, I was wondering where Pastor Shola gets his topics and titles from. Since I least begin, I, I, I pray I can be that accurate in the spirit. Because these are, these are things that are most relevant to present day Christianity. Revelation of Jesus. Resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot talk about these. Ladies and I mean, it's so deep. I just pray tonight that God will open our eyes. And I pray that in all other meetings, under this conference, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, everybody shall be completely transformed. Yeah. Resurrection is all about transformation. I would like you to pay attention as we go on. Friends, there are miracles tonight. I saw something like an helicopter flying there. And the Spirit of the Lord is telling me tonight that the distributions are taking place. Yeah. Whatsoever you desire, whether it is announced or not, the power of God is giving it unto you. Yeah. Resurrection. Uh, the dictionary maybe this, the, defines it as a, as a restoration of somebody that is dead, back to life. It defines it as a a rejuvenation, of course, a reviving of something. Now, we understand, thank God for dictionary definition, but I think me, I would define it by the Holy Ghost, a solution. I would define it as what? A solution. Uh, Pastor, what is the scripture for what you are preaching? When I finish preaching, you will realize. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. Resurrection is the raising of the dead. And that is the truth. But we must understand that, you see, in, in, in scriptures, when you look at it very, very well, resurrection is even different from raising of the dead. When a dead body is raised, ladies and gentlemen, back to life, he goes and dies again. But when Jesus resurrected, he lived never to die no more. 
Am I talking to somebody here? When resurrection takes place, ladies and gentlemen, it is a permanent dimension of solution, friends, that becomes entrenched and established in your life that the devil has no solution to. Everything God is doing in this conference in your life, I said they shall never be reversed anymore. Is somebody catching what God is talking about? So resurrection, therefore, ladies and gentlemen, is something that is so important that we cannot consider without considering the depth of it. I will just be touching some aspects of re uh, resurrection. My seniors and my mentors that will be preaching after now will be teaching us, ladies and gentlemen, on all the parts of resurrection or all the parts of resurrection. But by the grace of God, the little part, I'm permitted by the Holy Ghost to teach. I believe God that it will live your life with what I call a mighty deposit of grace. Yeah. Resurrection. Friends, the resurrection of Jesus... Because that is, ladies and gentlemen, where every definition starts. Every scripture, ladies and gentlemen, starts with him. John chapter 5, Jesus said, Of course, such the scriptures. For in them you think you have life. But they are the ones that do what? That testify of who? That testify of who? That testify of who? So Jesus is the central theme of the Bible. The Bible said in Luke chapter number 24, On the way to Emmaus, the two guys with Jesus, The Bible said Jesus talking with them, Verses 24, 25, 26, He expanded the scriptures unto them, Of course, from all the writings of the prophet. That means there is no prophet that did not write about Jesus. So it's the central thing, both Old and New Testament. So resurrection, he's taught from Christ. Glory be to God. Anytime we are talking about the resurrection of Jesus, It is the distinction of Jesus. In this world, even presently right now, there is a lot of controversy, a lot of arguments, a lot of contradictions, a lot of contentions. And there are several ways to go. You know, so many years ago, I was listening to Pastor Bakary, and he said, you know, he met somebody, and the person said, you know, on a call watcher now, you know, understand what I'm talking about? To, to heaven, there are several ways. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And Pastor Bakary, you know him, <laughs> wonderful man of God. He said, no. Jesus said, John 14, 16, I am the what? The way. The truth and the life. So resurrection, ladies and gentlemen, is one thing that quenches every fire of contention in favor of Jesus. As far as lordship and saviorhood is concerned, ladies and gentlemen, his resurrection makes the difference. Oh, there has been several religious leaders. Ah, the one in Buddhism died, ladies and gentlemen, and he rose no more. How many people agree with me? The one in, um, what's it called? Uh, several religions, I don't know, I don't need to mention their names. They all died and they rose no more. But when it comes to my Jesus, he died and he rose. <laughs> Let me tell somebody, when it comes to my Jesus, he died and he rose. <laughs> Say it again, when it comes to my Jesus, he died and he rose. Now let me let you know this, he is the only religious leader that rose. Every religious leader died and died. <laughs> But Jesus died and what? And because you believe he rose, somebody shout hallelujah. Are you catching what I'm talking about? So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? The resurrection of Jesus is the point of distinction of his life. In Numbers chapter number 12, the Bible said there was a contention about Moses. Are you the only one that God is speaking through? Of course, that is from his own siblings, Aaron and Miriam. And God, of course, said, ah, you're not even afraid of me. You're saying this about my servant. And there was another time, ladies and gentlemen, we saw other people. Uh, in Numbers chapter 16, Korah, Dutton, and Abiram came up. They said, why is it that you, Moses, and Aaron, you lifted up yourself above the people? What's your issue? There is always contention about leadership, about superiority, about who is the Lord, about who is the king, about this, about that. But you know one thing? 
in number 17 god said let me resolve this permanently for you let me tell somebody let me resolve this permanently for you you know what god said he said tell all the houses of israel all the houses of their fathers to bring their rods and everybody brought their rods you know a rod is already a stick that was caught is already dead how many people agree with me there is no life in a rod it's already it's like the wood you are sitting on if you are sitting on a wooden chair and then they now bring it out and everybody of course the 12 tribes brought out and aaron was representing the levites and then the bible said they all god said bring it to the tabernacles of congregation and they put it there now the next day god said the person whose rod board ladies and gentlemen is the one i have chosen number 17 ladies and gentlemen only the rod of aaron boarded that means that is to burn and he produced almond. That means he came back to life. Every other one remained dead. But the one that came back to life, God said, this is the one I chose. Because he lives and because he died and because he rose again is the one God has chosen. For I am he that was alive, that died and I live to die no more. <laughs> Jesus declared. Am I talking to somebody here? So his resurrection is the declaration that is the one God has chosen. Every other religious leader might be there. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a distinction about my Jesus. Let me hit somebody high. If I say there is a distinction about my Jesus. Are you catching what God is talking about? Are you there? Are you following me? So when we understand this distinction, ladies and gentlemen, it makes our Christianity very easy. It makes it very what? Very easy. Because Jesus has come and died. So that he can show us clearly our resurrection. Ladies and gentlemen, pointed him out. Now, the high priest then was Aaron. And Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible calls Jesus the high priest of our profession. <laughs> is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So, please understand, ladies and gentlemen, he is, that was a, <laughs> a type and shadow of the Old Testament coming into the New Testament, ladies and gentlemen, for real manifestation. He was just an adumbration then. But now, he's real. Glory be to God in the highest. Yeah. So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? Resurrection, therefore, makes a difference about Jesus. Everything about Christianity, ladies and gentlemen, is wonderful. But resurrection makes all the difference. Now I must let you know, ladies and gentlemen, when we are talking about resurrection, we cannot talk about salvation without resurrection. It is practically an impossibility to say somebody is born again without believing in the resurrection of Jesus. Oh no, it's not possible. Salvation is entrenched and ladies and gentlemen is heavily spiritually and physically propped on the bedrock of his resurrection. In Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 9, the Bible said, Romans 10 and verse number 9, the Bible said, oh thank you Jesus. The Bible said, There's somebody here, you're having problems in your book of cavity, your mouth, your teeth is giving you pains. The Lord said, you have just been healed as well. And then there's someone here you have been expecting a breakthrough. La parato This concerns a job. Leo zibradia. Around the first into the second week of February, I actually saw light bringing you out. So what are we saying, ladies and gentlemen? The resurrection of Jesus. Let me tell somebody the resurrection of Jesus. It's my distinction. It's the difference about my life. Are you catching what I'm talking about? In Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 9, the Bible says, uh, verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, if you believe in your heart <laughs> that Jesus is Lord, and you believe, I mean, sorry, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and then you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, the Bible says, thou shalt be what? 
they shall be saved. So salvation, ladies and gentlemen, is not complete without resurrection. Every other thing about Christianity, thank God he came, praise God. Thank God he preached, praise God. Thank God he died, praise God. If he did not resurrect, there is no salvation. Can we appreciate God for resurrection? That is the reason why we are gathered in this place, saved. <laughs> Glory be to his holy name. Now I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, resurrection is the declaration of the appointment of Jesus as, ladies and gentlemen, the judge of the universe. Woo! I was talking with my wonderful friend, you know, they just released a song now. Is the emperor of the universe, right? Uh -huh. So we hear about emperor of the universe. We hear about master of the universe. We hear about everything of the universe. Am I right? But listen, ladies and gentlemen, not so many people know Jesus as the judge of the universe. If there is anything you should leave this conference with, ladies and gentlemen, it is that knowledge. This is a knowledge that has fought battles for me again and again in my life. Maybe because I have a legal background, I don't know. But please, ladies and gentlemen, I must let you know that revelation turned around my life and has fought areas of stress, ladies and gentlemen. I don't fight battles anymore because I have discovered that he is the judge of the universe. Let me tell somebody once again, resurrection is the declaration of my Jesus. As the judge of the universe. What am I saying ladies and gentlemen? He is the judge of the universe. He is the one who died and rose. And God gave him the capacity to be the judge of the universe. Brother Paul the apostle was preaching in Acts of the Apostles. Chapter number 17. In Athens. And the Bible said in the 31st verse. Acts 17 verse number 31. The Bible said Brother Paul said. He said unto them. He said, God has appointed a day in righteousness in which he will judge the world by the one he has ordained. Can you see it? <laughs> Whereof, ladies and gentlemen, he has given the entirety of humanity and assurance through his resurrection. So, the resurrection of Jesus is the declaration of his appointment as the judge of the universe. Oh, come on, I'm talking to somebody here. God said, he has given everybody an assurance that this is the judge I have appointed. In John chapter number 5 verse 22, Jesus speaking, John 5 22, Jesus said, the father judgeth no one, but he has committed all judgment to who? To the son. Now you see ladies and gentlemen, many of us had revelation of God judging, you know, in the, as the judge of the universe in, in, in the Old Testament, we thank God. There are capacities the father operated, but now ladies and gentlemen, he has released all to Jesus. The Bible said in Genesis 18, when the Almighty appeared unto Abraham, verse 25, the Bible said that Abraham, God told him, of course, he was going to bomb Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham was interceding for the place, that Lord, please don't bomb the place. I beg you, please, if you find 50, if you find 40, if you find up to 10 righteous men. And then he says something in verse 25. He says, shall the judge of the heart not do right? Ladies and gentlemen, Jehovah was the judge of the heart. But now he's Jesus. His resurrection, ladies and gentlemen, is the declaration of his appointment. In Second Timothy chapter number four, Brother Paul the Apostle was speaking, starting from verse number one. He said, Second Timothy four, starting from verse number one, he said, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead. He said, I charge you, preach the gospel. Now, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who 
of course, students of English will understand he's talking about Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, we judge the living. And so his jurisdiction is not only over Paul that naturally speaking is dead. His jurisdiction is not only over Peter that naturally speaking is dead. His jurisdiction is not only over, ladies and gentlemen, Bartholomew that naturally is dead. Ladies and gentlemen, his jurisdiction is over the living as well. Everybody that is alive, the judicial jurisdiction of Jesus covers them. Ladies and gentlemen, any matter, therefore, he has listening ears to hear it and to judge it. And you know the good thing about it? When the judge is also your lawyer, salvation makes Jesus your lawyer. It's appointment by default. <laughs> I don't know if somebody understands what I'm talking about. Is it first John chapter 2? The Bible said, my little children, these are right unto you that you do not sin. You know, some people are so concerned with sin, 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 that they are forgetting other parts of Christianity. While, of course, nobody plays with sin. But please understand, ladies and gentlemen, Christianity is an embodiment of so many things that you need to know. He said, my little children, I write this unto you that you do not sin. But if you sin, we have what? An advocate in heaven. You know the meaning of that? You know the meaning of that? That is to say somebody should forgive himself even when you have sinned. If you are going through condemnation, please forgive yourself. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The Bible says, I'm not giving license to sin. But I'm telling you the realities of scriptures. The Bible said that if you sin, we have, you know, when a, a mother is going out with a baby, what do you do? Maybe you're six months old. You wear diapers for the baby. Am I right? You put pampas there. You package the baby very well. Oh, come on, am I talking to somebody here? Why do you package the baby very well? Now, as at that time, the baby has not sold himself. I don't know if you understand. But you package the baby should in case you sold yourself. <laughs> do you understand? I have sufficient provision to take care of it. Now, the Bible says, I write unto you that you do not sin. But should in case you sin, God said, I have sufficient provision to take care of it. Glory be to God. He said, we have an advocate in who? In Jesus. Now, is the senior advocate of the universe. So in the judicial court of heaven, ladies and gentlemen, when you bring a matter, you know what God, Jesus does? He comes down and then he, he presents your matter. Is the senior advocate speaking for you. And after all the parties are presented, he will now go up to the, to the judge seat and say, I judge this matter. And uh, please, how will the judgment not be in your favor? Because <laughs> it will be in your favor. <laughs> Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? That's exactly what happens. I was leaving my former house over a decade ago. And then I have told the landlord, I guess, that I'll be leaving halfway. So, you know, you pay annually. So I paid. And halfway I was leaving, I said, oh, God, where is my balance? The man said, you are the one that elected to leave. Because you want to collect balance. Because kind of house rent they collect in Lagos is something else. I said, I said, please give me my balance. He said, no, you are the one that elected to leave. So you are not entitled to any balance. So I, 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 I said, Lord, this didn't pain me because I was already making calculation on the balance. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I was like, God, what is going on? And the Lord said, you know, what, what is it that you learned in law? Section 36 of the Constitution, of course, tells you that uh, let everybody be given unhindered access to the constitutionally, you know, established courts of, uh, you know, civil and criminal jurisdiction for the determination of their rights and liabilities. Ah, I said, oh boy. <laughs> I said, God, there is a court here. You are the judge of the universe. <laughs> I went out of my mind. I said, Jesus, please judge this matter. I said, collect my money. If somebody holds you, what do you do? You sue the person. Am I right? I said, please give me the balance of my arrears and the balance of my money. After I finish, 
I got to work the next day. I was ministering. And somebody came. Now, I lie not. I stand before God on what I want to tell you. Somebody came. And the person just gave me an envelope. Said, Pastor Femi, I just came to give you this. Sir. Ah, I said, God bless you. As I collected the envelope, I had not opened it. The Holy Spirit said, that is your house. Right? You know what? All other envelopes that came, I put them aside. This one, I put it in a different place. Because that is your house rent that I had. I calculated my house rent. I don't know the exact figure. But let me just give you a figure. Now, the figure, let's say the figure was 247,850 naira 20 kobo. When I calculated this, do you understand? I'm good in calculation. So I did everything. I said this. When I opened that envelope, that was the exact figure that was there to the last kobo. And I told and I spoke with no man about it. You know, the next thing I did, my, my knees hit the floor. I was like, God, God, God. That is to say that, ladies and gentlemen, instead of fighting people, Haba, appeal to the court of Jesus. <laughs> His resurrection has declared him as the judge of the universe. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? If the heartly judge, ladies and gentlemen, can get you your money, the heavenly judge can do so. Romans 1.20, the invisible things of God are clearly seen and understood by the physical things we see. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So ladies and gentlemen, instead of fighting battles, there is a judge. I don't know whether anybody holds you some money here. I got to tell you there is a judge. I don't know whether somebody has been sitting on your promotion. You know you work so hard and they never release it. I'm here to declare to somebody here, the judicial jurisdiction of Jesus is being invoked on your case. I said tonight, judgment is going in your favor. I said tonight, God is fighting your battles. Everything animal holds you by the power of the spirit of the living God. Jesus fights your case true for you. There is somebody here, the Lord said, you will never struggle to have the next breakthrough. Wow. <laughs> A man was with me a couple of days ago. <laughs> you know when the man came. You know what happened? <laughs> the man, <laughs> the man, the Holy Spirit just brought the case of the man to me. And most times when the Holy Spirit brings a case when you are preaching, that's the situation of somebody. The man he told me, he said his wife wants to divorce him. I said, everything is scattered. I said, what happened? The wife is sick. He has no money. And the wife had looked at his future and discovered that there is no future in his future again. <laughs> you know, it is for better for stay. For worse for what? For go. So, I said, go and bring her. And she had a backbone disease. Laid hands on her by the power of the spirit. And I lay hands on the man. I said, Lord, you are the destiny changer. Please change the destiny of this man. As I finished praying, the word of the Lord came unto me. He said, tell this man, I will command sheep into his hands. I looked at him. A person that does not even have money to pay for food. How do you say that kind of thing? So, I looked very well. And I balanced properly. <laughs> I said, the Lord said, I should tell you, sir, that he will be commanding sheep into your hands. The man lifted his hands. He went down on his knees. And then they left. Only for like two Fridays ago, Pastor Sin said, so, 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 man called him that he wants to come and see me. I said, okay. Ah, and lo and behold, somebody came with Chacha G-Wagon. Ah, ah. I said, sure, what's going on? <laughs> and the man said, man of God. He said, yes. He said, you told me God will be giving sheep to me. He said there was a contract in Nigeria. They needed a ship. And I knew somebody in Norway. The person said, we don't know anybody in Nigeria to ship to bring this ship to. He said, now we give you that ship. Manage it for all the subsequent contracts and all the contracts. And then I said, 
I stand before God. The man said, this ship is worth $300 million. He said, the moment he collected it, operation started. I looked at him like this. He said, man of God, is your account still active? No, I said, my account has not expired. <laughs> He said, you told me that day that God was bringing sheep into my hands. Now I have a house. I have an office. I am commanding ships. He said, man of God, I'm handing in dollars. I looked at him. Ah, there's somebody here. Within three weeks, God will give you a new beginning. Within three weeks, God is giving you a new beginning. And I said to the man, what about your wife? The backbone disease. They treated it in America. It was not treated. He said, after you finished praying for her, she was healed. I said, okay. Then, what now happened? He said, my wife has left America and has come to... I said, hey, so when did she landed, your wife landed? He said, yes. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Every man that needs capacity, this conference, you will never leave it without capacity. <laughs> so what are we saying because of time, ladies and gentlemen? When they, we are talking about resurrection, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Jesus sitting over your case. He adjudicates over the case and he finishes every matter completely in your favor. Am I talking to somebody here? You know, I had a transaction and somebody duped me, I mean, not too long ago. And then, and the money was much. I was like, God, only you can get this thing for me. You know what the Lord told me? He said, that man is playing with debt. So the day the man came with his friend, I looked at him. I said, sir, you are playing with this. Because this is what will happen. I have been trying never to pray on this matter because I know how the unction of me works. I said, I beseech you, please. You know one thing, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't know anything about it. It was a month after he died that I got to know. And then the entire family said, man of God, we want to release this and this into your hand because God got every, even much more than I invested in his hands. The almighty God from Without me lifting a finger. The moment you pray about a matter with Jesus, ah, he is the judge of the universe. Anybody that wants to block his way will clear it off. Bishop Francis Waliokes, I mean, yeah, said, he said, it is better to stay on the way of a fast-moving 9-11 trailer than to stay on the way of the anointing. And the Spirit of the Lord is telling me right now that the clearance order of God is there. He said, anybody that is standing on your way, the power of God is moving them out. There's somebody here, they won't let you go, they won't let you marry. The Lord said, I will finish that job in seven days. A lady came to me, they said she will not marry. I said, Madam, what is the problem? Uh, uh, this woman has been following them. Everywhere I go, she comes around and she insists that she will never marry. He said, Our family has fought this battle. This is there was no solution. And the Holy Spirit said, Listen to her. I said, Go down your knees. I lay hands on her by the power of the Holy Ghost. I said, Tell me what happens to that lady in the next one or two days that lady that woman that was against them entered into vehicle was traveling he, he, she drove under a trailer i shall not feed them <laughs> do you understand what i'm talking about anybody that says you won't go is going for your sake they got the land of one of my you know one man and they cleared this land and they said they are land grabbers in Lagos. They said they are the seven notable land grabber. Take it to land grabber, whatever group or association in Alabama side, they could not resolve it. They went to high court and the high court gave judgment in favor of the man and these people went to appeal to another high court. I've never seen that kind of thing before. You know, in Nigeria, all things are possible. It's not only with God. In this... 
and they appeal an high court decision to another high court. And the high court now gave judgment in the, in the favor of the land grabbers. I said, this matter is not a matter of physical judiciary anymore. I said, now there is a judiciary of heaven. I said, come, let me pray with you. I lay hands on that man. I said, in one month, and these were big people in Lagos. I said, in one month, the seven of them are dead. In one, one month after, Babak Balagbaye came and he proceeded on the phone. I said, pastor, the seven of them died, as the Lord said. So I am talking to somebody here. Anybody that says you won't go, help me hold somebody. Begin to declare. I said, whoever says I will not go. In the name of Jesus, by the judgment of heaven, they are going for my sake. Somebody pray, 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 pray. By the power of God, whoever says I will not go. Whoever says I will not go. Whoever says I will not move. By the power of God, I decree clearance. I decree clearance. I decree clearance. Let them clear out my way. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. As you are seated, you are going to pray. I'm hearing enough is enough. That's what I'm hearing. What is that situation that has persisted and has resisted your faith? Begin to declare, I judge you out of my life. I said today, the judgment of heaven falls on you. Depart from me now. Somebody pray in the power of the Spirit. I command. I command. I said depart. I said depart. Everything that has defied my faith in the night, the judgment of heaven, lepra it is unto liberty wherein Christ has made me free. That is the judgment of heaven. That is the judgment of the court of the universe. I hereby obtain my freedom out of my soul and out of my life by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, have we prayed. Ladies and gentlemen, his resurrection is his declaration as the judge of the universe. Uh, let me just talk about one or two before I round up and we start praying. Are you ready? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, anytime you are talking about the resurrection of Jesus, uh, there is something I want to share at this junction. Maybe when I share this, we can start praying <laughs> after I'm done. But you know one thing, don't forget this in your life. When you are talking about the resurrection of Jesus, it is not a theory. It is something practical. So when people are preaching about this, preaching about that, my own is, what is the practical application of this thing to my situation? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Just don't load me with theory that has no relevance in my practical physical life. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? The resurrection of Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, is the elevation of the saint to his sovereignty. The resurrection of Jesus is the elevation of the righteous into the sovereignty of God. What do I mean? One thing about resurrection is that it is no resurrection without the power content of it. The resurrection is resurrection because it carries power. Power is an essential force and an essential ingredient of resurrection. 
And no man can be able to walk, ladies and gentlemen, in what I call the fullness or the benefit of his resurrection without understanding the power base of resurrection. And ladies and gentlemen, that understanding has to come by revelation. And that is why I pray. And of course, in line, joining my faith with Pastor Shola and Pastor Abigail, and in line with all the people that have been praying for this conference, that every minister that will be ministering, the Lord will open your eyes to see what they are saying. The power of his resurrection is accessible by prayer. I mean, by prayers, believing God, ladies and gentlemen, for a revelation that turns around your life. In, in Ephesians chapter number one. Ephesians chapter number 1, starting from verse number 15, right? Yes, starting from verse number 15, but Paul the Apostle was speaking. He said, ever since we heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all the saints, we have never ceased giving thanks unto God for you, remembering you always in our prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom can you see it and revelations through his knowledge that your eyes of understanding might be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling ah the lord said there's somebody i see a tree and i see the tree on fire the lord said i should let you know he said the root cause i'm hearing yoruba digbongo the root cause of problems in your family is george right now Within the next 10 days, it shall be clear to you that that root cause is told. I pray that God may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation through his knowledge. Your eyes of understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who that believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Which he exerted when he raised Jesus from the dead. And set him up at his right hand in the heavenly places. Far above principality and power. Far above thrones and dominion and everything that has a name. Not only in this world but also in the world to come. And of course our God has put all things underneath his feet and has made him the head of all things even to the church even his body the fullness of him the feel it holy and all the bible said i pray that your eyes of understanding may be what enlightened that you may assess the power behind this resurrection he said that you may know his power towards us what i believe please lay emphasis on that part we go there, we come there again and again the power towards us what i believe and what is that power the bible said that power is the power he exerted when he raised jesus from the dead now listen you need to understand this ladies and gentlemen that this thing is only accessible by revelation in philippians chapter number 10 the bible sorry chapter number 3 verse 10 the bible said jesus paul the apostle writing on jesus he said of course if we go by the old king james or the whatever i say i pray that i may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings be made conformable unto his death now i pray that i may know i pray that i may know that is to say ladies and gentlemen it takes a revelation to be able to assess the power of his resurrection i pray that i may know him and the power of his resurrection friends it is inaccessible without revelation and when the revelation dawns on your spirit it changes your life what is this revelation i want you to understand something about the power operation in the life of jesus presently a lot of people still equate the jesus of now with the jesus of the four gospels ladies and gentlemen they are different they are different let me tell somebody they are different 
The Jesus of now, ladies and gentlemen, and the Jesus of the four Gospels. In the four Gospels, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus did not operate with all the powers possible. In the sense that, ladies and gentlemen, there are things that are, there are authorities that are not being released into his hands. The devil took him to a high mountain. He says, see all those big skyscrapers in Banana Island. May I pray for somebody here yes, to have your own house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a woman was with me, okay, at the crossover service uh, into 2023. Pastor Inno Central was there. I was wearing one Aguada, and the Aguada has a house in front. And the Lord said people will get a lot of supernatural houses. So the number of houses that came, there were many. This last Sunday, between Sunday and now, Eh, I still dedicated 12. <laughs> Many people entered into different houses. That same year, God blessed me with three as well. <laughs> so I am talking to somebody here. By the power of the Spirit of God that created heaven and earth, receive your houses now. And I'm hearing in my spirit go to several people, each of them seven I five. Say my tenancy is converted to landlordship. Thank you, Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Take your seat. Now, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It has happened. One of the things I wanted to know is power is towards us what that what? That believe. That's all. Two weeks ago, Pastor Shola was with me and some two women came. And I told one of them, Mama, can you run? He said, yes, Pastor, I need a house. I said, can you run? Yes. Lay hands on the woman as he was running. The next day, ladies and gentlemen, somebody gave her a miracle house. So I am talking to somebody here that it is done. Take your seat. Are you hearing what God is talking about? So what was I saying, ladies and gentlemen? Where was I? The power of his resurrection. Am I right? Accessible by revelation. Amara, now Jesus did not operate. God bless you, you are too brilliant. Let's clap for ourselves. Let's appreciate God for ourselves. Jesus did not operate with all the powers when he was here. Ladies and gentlemen, during his earthly ministry, the devil took him up to a high mountain. Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. And the devil said, look at all those skyscrapers, all those powerful buildings. He said, if you bow to me, there's a shortcut. You will just get it. <laughs> you know, can somebody take Pastor Shola to his house? I said, Pashola, if you bow to me, you will get this. What do you think, Pashola? No, no, no. Let me ask Pashola. Oh, 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 no, don't let me ask Pashola. Because Pashola may rain a curse on the person. <laughs> what do you think your response will be? That it's like you're coming from Aru. Am I right? You will ask the person, what's your number in Aru? <laughs> my house? You will give me my house. If I bow to you, my own. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what Jesus said? He said, get away from me. Why? 
Abraham ceded it to the devil. And Jesus has not gotten it back. So during his earthly ministry, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 verse 7, of course, from verse 6, he did not count the robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7, the Bible says, he made himself of no reputation. A clear translation says, the Bible says, he deprived himself of every privilege of being God. So when Jesus came, there was no divinity on his life. It was the Holy Ghost that imported divinity on his life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And you see, this thing is opened in faces. The face opened to him, ladies and gentlemen, he maximized it. But you see, ladies and gentlemen, at his resurrection, there was a difference. So don't ever think that, oh, you know, some people will say, how will Jesus be praying as God? If, you know, I've had people, religious people, they use small G for Jesus. So one of them came, you know, those evangelists, you know, their tradition, their whatever. They came to come and evangelize me. And they said, how will Jesus, who is God, whom you claim to be God, be praying to God? I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. It is impossible. God cannot pray to who? To God. I said, it's because you don't understand that he deprived himself of every privilege when he was coming so his dependence totally was on the holy spirit for all his operations do you understand what i'm talking about now listen ladies and gentlemen when jesus ladies and gentlemen died i mean when he was to die his last prayer on the heart john 17 verse 5 he said father glorify i finished the work you have given me glorify me now with the same glory what before the word that is to say that there was a glory before the world began Jesus never operated with when he was here. So it's not saying restore it back what? Unto me. Give it back to me. So when you are reading the four gospels, please understand that part is there. Do you understand? But you see how, ladies and gentlemen, did God restore everything back? The Bible said when Jesus died. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting from verse 41, the scripture said there is the glory of the sun of the moon and of stars, and stars define glory. But the Bible says, so also is the resurrection of the dead. Now, talking about Jesus, the Bible said he was sown in corruption, he rose in incorruption. He was sown in dishonor. He died the death of a criminal. He was crucified with sinners. Do you understand what I'm talking about? A shameful death. The Bible says despising the shame. So he died in dishonor, in shame. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says he rose in glory. So the Bible said he died in weakness. And then he rose in what? In power. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, when he rose in power, Jesus said in Matthew 28 at his resurrection, verse 18, now all power on earth and in heaven has been what? Given up. That means it was given at a time. At what time? It's resurrection. Resurrection is nothing but the communication of power. Resurrection is the communication of power. When he was coming up from the grave, ladies and gentlemen, power ascended with him. I said the anointing ascended with him in his fullness. All the totality of power available to the Father, ladies and gentlemen, became available to Jesus. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So there's no power God has that Jesus does not have now. All power on earth and in heaven. But Satan said, didn't mention hell. No. Philippians 2 said, at the mention of his name, of things on in heaven and underneath what? So his authority covers all realms of existence. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? What are we saying because of time? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus carried the totality of power and everything now is at work in him. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? So wherever he is, ladies and gentlemen, the fullness of power is there. 
But he never operated with this power when he was on earth. He had it before he came. He deprived himself of that privilege. Now at his resurrection, he picked it back. Now what am I just trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, resurrection is the communication of power to the saint. That's why the Bible keeps talking about the power of his resurrection. And this power, ladies and gentlemen, is the totality of power. God invested all that he had in power in the resurrection of Jesus. How did this happen? Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Hey! Hey! The Bible said he prayed, glorify me again. Do you know that when Jesus was raised, the Bible says he was shown in dishonor. He was raised in glory. That glory, ladies and gentlemen, was communicated at his resurrection. How? The spirit of glory communicated it. Are you catching what I'm talking about? In Romans chapter number 6 verse 4, the Bible says, we were buried together with him. And when, of course, he was coming up, the Bible says, we were raised, just as Jesus was raised back to life by the glory of the Father. He said, you also should walk the newness of life. You know what God is talking about? When Jesus was coming out of the grave, you and I experienced the same resurrection. And by reason of this, ladies and gentlemen, the infusion of the totality of the glory that Jesus had before the beginning of the world was communicated to him at that time. You know what God is talking about? The Holy Ghost is the channel for the communication of the total power God has. God does not have any power anywhere else outside the Holy Spirit. Go and check it. According to the Bible, the only power God has is the Holy Spirit. For all terrestrial operations, is the Holy Ghost. It's the totality of the power. The Holy Ghost is both a person and power. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So, if the Holy Spirit communicated all the powers of the Father to Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, the veil was open now for the communication of the fullness of the power to the saint. Friend, you and I, we have all powers available at our disposal. If you carry the Holy Ghost, this is the greatest message. You have all powers available. That is the power of his resurrection. That means you can do and undo. Hey, what is sovereignty? Sovereignty is the capacity to do whatever you wish. They call somebody sovereign as I say you. Am I right? The person who does as he wants, as he wishes. That is the meaning of sovereignty. The power in Genesis 17, verse 1, the Bible said, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be perfect. Am I right? Now, a clearer translation, like contemporary English translation says, or version, English, contemporary English version says. I am the God all-powerful. That means all power belongs to me. Almighty means almighty belongs to me. I'm the God all-powerful. Now, New English translation says, I am the sovereign God. You know the meaning of that? Where all powers are, that is where his sovereignty resides. Anytime somebody carries all power, actually you when he can do and what? And undo. That is the realm that God has brought us to by giving us his spirit now. All the power that the Father has, ladies and gentlemen, is not available to you. You can do, you can appoint to destinies the way you want. You can tell somebody this will happen and it will happen. You can tell somebody, shut up, this will never happen. And it's all to bind and to all the powers now, ladies and gentlemen, have been vested inside you and I. That is the power of his resurrection, the totality of the power God has now made available to the saint. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That is why sovereignty heals. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what you are going through, ladies and gentlemen. There is an anointing that changes it that God has vested inside of you. I don't care your situation, ladies and gentlemen. There is an anointing that gives you a new beginning that God has vested inside of you. Oh, friends, when we understand who we are, we operate as sovereign. We say situations the way we want, and that's exactly how it will be. I was, I wanted to buy one SUV. When I wanted to buy the SUV, then I said, 
with due respect to authorities and kings, a first class king wanted to buy the whatever as well. <laughs> I said, somebody wants to buy two is noble, who has the money? And then I also want to buy it. You know what I told the seller? I said, the king will never be able to find the money. That's how I put it. Ladies and gentlemen, the seller waited for two weeks. KBC is saying, no, I'm processing, don't worry, the thing is coming. After two weeks, the expiration of the thing. The man said, I should come. I said, look, I'm traveling out. When I come back, I'm coming to buy. Nobody will buy it till I come. <laughs> so I traveled with Pastor Tosin. When I was coming back, I just began to worship. This is one thing we need to know. All powers are now in us. Stare up that power. Do you understand what I'm talking about? When you stir it up, it brings you to the sovereign level of authority and power. That whatsoever you say, it will be the way you want it. I worship so much on the plane that my hands were burning. And when that is, anytime my hands are burning in any situation, ah, I know that situation is in trouble. <laughs> so, I, I landed, we got home. Pastor and his wife were with me. I said, Pastor come tomorrow and come and collect the money for that man to buy, um, um, to go and pay for the SUV. And you know, Pastor Femi talking, did not have the money. <laughs> I said, come tomorrow, all the money will be on ground. So, he left. By 10 p.m., calls started coming in. Somebody said, Pastor, you pray for me for this, and then send money. Another person, one other company guy, he said, you did this, and another person. By 11 or 10 a.m., when Pastor was coming the next day, about 20 calls are coming. Now, I will tell you what surprised me. What surprised me most is that I never told anybody I was already back to the country. How did they know that 20 calls came in overnight till the morning time? Do you understand what I'm talking about? And when all the calls came in and all the money was dropping, bah, 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 by the time Pastor, there was no call that, that, that came in that never dropped money. So anytime my phone was ringing, <laughs> I had the direct interpretation. And I never told anybody I wanted to buy anything. I said this before God. So when all the money came, Pastor, I said, Pastor, the last call was coming and the person was saying, Pastor, please, I have this to transfer to you. Uh, so, 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 so I just want to send this to you. Ah. I said, Pardosin, do you know what happened? And I shared testimony with He just fell down like a pack of cards, bows on the floor. <laughs> I said, now, and you know what? The last money that came in, ladies and gentlemen, completed the money. I said, carry it now and go and buy the car. Now, you know what that, you know what God is talking about? You have the capacity to tell anything, this is how it will be, and that is how it will be. That is the realm of sovereignty. And you know one thing, it is not just about any man of God. No, the Bible says this honor has all the saints. What you just need to do, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to round up. What we just need to do is to stir up the capacity in you. You can do and undo. The fullness of the ability of God now has been made available to us. You have been brought, ladies and gentlemen, to participate in divinity at the sovereign level. <laughs> Where whatever you wish and whatever you say becomes the order of the day. For Samuel chapter number 10, the Bible says, Samuel took a vial of oil. And it called Samuel, I'm called David, I'm sorry, Saul. And he anointed him and he said, Is it not because God has chosen you? When you leave this place, you will come to the sepulchre of Rachel. You'll meet two men. They will say, The horse you are looking for, the father has found it. You go again, you meet three people. Uh, they carry bread, they carry skin of wine, and they carry whatever. And then you leave that place, verse 5. You will come to the hill of God, where you have the garrison of the Philistines. There you see the company of prophets prophesying. Of course, they will be prophesying, will singing with musical instruments. He said, When you come into their midst, the enabler. The capacity of the spirit that is making them function at that level, the same will rest upon you. And you will begin to prophesy with them. 
He said, when all the signs, he said, he, said, he said, and you will turn to another man. That means you are no longer that same person when this thing is upon you. Anytime, ladies and gentlemen, you are charging the spirit. There's nobody here who doesn't know when you are charging the spirit. Anytime you are charging the spirit, the problem is that believers don't know what has happened. At that point, the Holy Ghost has taken over. What you need is the knowledge of the fact that you need to act at that time. You don't put on your generator and refuse to change over. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Whatever you say at that time, the power of the spirit backs it up. Or the totality of power that God has is backing you up at that time. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? He said, he said when, all, when, the, when this enabler comes on you, you will turn to another man. That means it's not the usual you that you, you need, that you know. He said, now at that time. <laughs> now at that time. Now at that time. He said, do as occasion serve thee. For the Lord is with you. That means whatsoever you do becomes the order of the day. Whatsoever you say becomes the order of the day. Whatsoever you appoint becomes the order of the day. They wanted to, we wanted to buy a land one time. And the owner said, the price they gave was too high. And then he said he was not even selling to us. I just stood. Pastor Tosin was there. I'm saying this before God. I said nobody would be able to buy that land. And I told ah, now there was somebody there. The person will be calling Pastor Tosin. He said there are five people, five agents that came today to come and to come and check the land. Am I right? Five per day, and they were coming going like that every day. The land was having financial institutions as, as his neighbor. Are you somebody catching what I'm talking about? So it's a land to covet, and five per day. Ladies and gentlemen, I told Pastor Tosin, I said, if anybody buys it, God has not called me. First month went, all the visitors, they were not able to buy. Second month, six months, one year, two years, three years, and they were still going every day. And after I said, I said, it is time to buy that land now. Call that person to come, the owner. When the owner came, she was already sweating. He said, I just don't know. Go back to the he clicked in the pastor. I said, Madam, are you ready to say now? He said, yes. Uh, uh, Pastor, uh, uh, I said, Inami could give you the price. What is sweat under the thing? You don't understand? And I said, this is the amount we are paying. He said, yes. Now, Pastor Femi did not have the money. <laughs> I said, is this seven days? How many days? I said, come back. Your money will be on grant. And the person went, I never told the single soul. Miracles just started. Healing miracles. Diverse miracles. And everybody that God did miracles in their life sent something. On the seventh day, the whole money was on ground. And I paid. Now, how can you delay something for three years? Jesus said, I am he that short and no man can hope on. No man. And the Bible says in 1 John 4, 17, as he is. Not as he was. As he is. The one who has all powers now. So, ah, lift up only and say, all powers resides in me now. So you are now at the sovereign level where whatever you say comes to pass. This is the last thing I want to say, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there is the fullness of God now that we carry, which permits you to do and to what? To undo. Ladies and gentlemen, this conference, you must not come out of this conference and remain the same. Resurrection brings this out of you. The Bible says, what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us what I believe, which he exerted when he raised Jesus from the dead. And that was the totality of power. That was when all powers were communicated. 
So please understand, the power, the totality of God's power now is towards you. That is the greatest advantage of resurrection. It's the power that lifts. It takes you to a new level. Anytime you charge up in the spirit, let me tell you this. One problem of believers, let me say this before I tell you that. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. I've had people preach on this severally, and for years, there's a contention in my spirit on that scripture. Every time they preach on it, they said Jesus is the Godhead body. When you get to heaven, you won't even see God. It's Jesus that you will see. The word of God has multifaceted, you know, uh, uh, applications. I agree with it. But the Bible says, Jesus, in whom there is the fullness of the Godhead, what? Bodily. Something in me did not agree. I just, but I didn't understand better. Until one day, the Holy Ghost just broke that seal. He said, let me show you this. What he's talking about here, about the fullness of God, is not about Jesus. It's about you, the body of Christ. The Bible says, in whom there is the fullness of God. What? Bodily. In the law of interpretation, please understand, that word bodily gives a new meaning to it entirely. The fullness of God is contained in Christ bodily. When, I, when Jesus, when Pastor Shola is moving, and somebody asks Jesus, who is that person moving? What's his name? Jesus will say his name is Jesus. When Paul was persecuting, when Paul was persecuting the church, what did Jesus say? Why persecuted ye me? Paul said, no, it's Peter and John and, and, and Thomas that I'm persecuting. Jesus said, it is me that you are persecuting. Of whom the entire family is named. <laughs> somebody catch up to, so your name is Jesus. Call for Jesus. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? Now the Bible said, this Jesus carries the fullness of God bodily. He didn't carry it in the head. Now there is a dichotomy between Jesus as a person. There is the head, there is the body. Colossians chapter number 1. The Bible said, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18. The Bible said that this Jesus, the Bible says, and he is the head of the body, which is the church. So the church is the body. The fullness of Godhead that he carried is in the body. He carried it bodily. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So the fullness of power available to the Father, to the Son and the Spirit, is in the body of Christ. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's what the Bible is saying. In Ephesians chapter number 3, the Holy Ghost said, let me let you understand better. But Paul was praying for the church from verse 14, Ephesians 3. He said, for this cause I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the entire family are not and in heaven is named, that he may grant unto you that you be filled, you know, with might in your inner man by his spirit, that Christ may dwell inside of you, of course, uh, through faith, and that you being rooted and grounded the Lord may come to understand together with all the saints, what is the length and breadth, the height and width, and to know this love of God, of course, we surpass it all knowledge, that you, not Jesus, that you, not the man of Calvary, that you may be filled with what? So who is to be filled with the fullness of God? Ladies and gentlemen, all the powers available to the Father is now available to us. You are the one now that is to be filled. And that is the power of his resurrection that is towards us. Because that was when the totality of God's power was communicated. He was shown in weakness, raised in power. That was when the communication happened. Now hear this, ladies and gentlemen. When we understand this simple mystery, friends, it allows us to be able to walk like sovereigns. To be able to appoint any hour we want. Hey, when I pray for the sick, you know, one of the things I discovered is this. More especially, there are times I'm not charged. But any time my hands are burning, ladies and gentlemen, I appoint the way I want. And the way I say it, that's the exact way it will happen. 
You understand the meaning of that? That is to say the power of God is available now. You are charged in the spirit. Whatever you say is what we be. That time, be careful of what you say. It's a pity people are charged and they, they start saying nonsense. Some people shut their mouth and they say nothing. Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? All the powers of God are available. And anytime there is the fullness of God, it imports one concept. It's called sovereignty. Look at it. Verse, that is verse 19, Ephesians 3. Verse 20. The Bible says, verse 20, look at it. That is the conclusion, the concluding part. It said, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we think or what? Or ask. What is he trying to say? That is the sovereign level of God's power. When you ask God for a shoe and he gives you a shoe, that is God operating at his conventional level. Matthew 7, 7, ask and eat. It is what you ask that you will get. But when you ask God for a shoe, two people ask God for a shoe, God chooses to give one. One. And then the other person, God gives him a thousand shoes. If you ask God, I can do exceeding abundantly above what? What you think. That is God operating at the sovereign level. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the moment of fullness of God, the moment all powers, ladies and gentlemen, come, the moment all powers, ladies and gentlemen, becomes the consideration, the next thing is sovereignty in consideration. That means you can act. And whatsoever you do becomes the order of the day. I don't know who, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to here today. Whatever you are going through in your life, the Holy Spirit is saying today, I want to change that situation. And you know one thing? As we begin to pray right now, all the powers of the Father will begin to go to work in your life. This is the greatest advantage of his resurrection. He made all the powers available and gave you and I the privilege of operating at his sovereignty. Lastly, listen, the reason why people, when they get this thing and they don't maximize it, is this. Why is it that people go through misfortune for a long time? You know one thing I say to people? I say it's because you have not charged up to address that situation. And that is what we are going to do right now. You are going to charge up and do what? And address the situation. The Bible said the Spirit of God moved something. You know, Judges 13. He was moving him at times. That was at the beginning of his life. He was waiting for the Spirit to move until Pastor Shola calls for a meeting. That is the only time when solution will come. Until Pastor Innocent calls for a meeting. That is the only time solution will come. Please understand, ladies and gentlemen, you are waiting for the time when some people know how to move the Spirit and then you take advantage of it. But the Bible is also saying that you can also move the spirit by yourself. The Bible said in Judges chapter 16, it's verse 19, 20. They said, Samson, the Philistines are on you. That's the last time. Samson said, and, I will, and I, will, I will get up. And I will steer up myself as before. You know what I mean? That? that means I will move the spirit. If the spirit doesn't move me, I will do what? I will move the spirit. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Brother Paul was speaking. He said, steer up the gift of God which you have received by the laying on of my hands. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, the gift they receive is the Holy Ghost. You agree with me? When hands were laid in Acts chapter number 19, when Paul was at the coast of Ephesus, the Bible says they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 8, when Peter and John went to Samaria, lay hands on them. They received the gift of what? Of the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2, 38, 39 says, repent and you shall receive the gift of who? Of the Holy Ghost. So it says, tear up that gift. That means the Holy Ghost is inside of you residing. Just like sugar in a cup of tea. You may take your tea with that smelling or that tasting sweetness. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you don't stir up. That you, after you finish taking, you will not see sediments of sugar at the bottom. That is what is happening to many believers. In your life, ladies and gentlemen, the capacity to address your situation is inside of you. Colossians 2.10, 2, you are complete in Christ. 
But the reason why we don't address it is because, and, 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 and you are taking your tea that way. No problem. When you get to heaven and you meet God, God will say, I'm sorry. <laughs> All powers available is towards you. It's just that like you didn't stare it up. You will notice one thing. Samson judged Israel for 20 years. Am I right? It was at the end of his life that Samson said, I will now steer myself. The last letter Paul wrote on the heart, I was, I was going through Google. I said, how many years did Paul live on the heart? He said, 80. And I said, the last letter I wrote was Second Timothy. It was just a letter. Chapter 4, verse 6 says that, you know, I'm ready to be offered. The time of my departure has come. And in that letter, but Paul says, tear up the gift. You know the meaning of that? It took them several years of experiencing this before they knew that they can tear up the spirit. It was at the tail end of their lives that the two of them realized this and they communicated it. But the advantage of scriptures is that where they ended, we can start from there. Rise to your feet and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Lengala Gabaraga, Babra Ligeroxta, Lembaragadoxa, Babra Ligeroxta, Zepro Digeroxta, Lembaragadoxta, Zepro Ligaparagate, Zata Discata, Mandale Gadoxta, Zipra Ligadoxta, Zekre Digabo, Babra Ligadoxta, Zebra Ligatak de Zanatadia, Rekaparaga, Dagle Dexto, Zekoparigatok Zakapa. It's a charge up in the Holy Ghost, Yabradia, Stiara Powers Available, Yabradigadista. There the fullness of God abides. Leke bopra liga dagze zatra kerebo zatra dia. Lenana tagze ke bopra liga dogsta zentra keboraga. Leo paraga degle dogsta zandre kebo zata. Yipra liga dagze zana tradi keboza. Laga babarate yembro bargato zekeboya. Leo parade zetra disketa. In the name of Jesus, all powers, Yabra, be stirred up in me. Margatoxa Ketro Digadoxta. He says, tear up the gift of God. Yabra Ligadoxta, stir up the spirit of God. Mambala Gadoxa, Yabra Digadoxa. Leoparagadoxa Tredigadoxta. Lengarabo Zapra Ligadoxa. Leoparagataxa Kete Yekeba. Lekete Zekete Reketoya. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I will pray. I am hearing paralysis. The Lord said, whatever has paralyzed your destiny is about to be rooted out now. Whatever has paralyzed anybody's finance is about to be rooted out now. Whatever is paralyzing your chances of marriage is about to be rooted out now. Whatever is paralyzing your chances of moving forward is about to be rooted out now. Listen, it is what you say at this time that comes to pass. Please, be... be Pastor Shola was with me one day. He was with me one day and a woman called me. He said, yes, what's the issue? And the woman said, she has been paralyzed for, for 14 years. I said, mama, you are going to work now. Fortunately, when they call like that, my hands start burning. Ah, I said, this, this miracle is going to happen now. I said, get up, you are healed. And then she got up and she started working. As you said, she said, yeah, I'm working. I can't believe it. I'm working. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, as you said it, that is how it will be. And I have seen cases, listen, I've seen cases where somebody called me and I'll say, you know one thing? This a lady, the last person I ministered to today before I came here, they brought the lady some weeks ago, stark mad, as a mad person. 
And I looked at the madness. I said, go home. In three days, every madness disappears from this lady. I mean, I even forgot that I said in three days. Lady came today. Clean girl. Fine girl. Ladies and gentlemen, on ten, on two legs and ten toes. I, I looked at the girl. And the girl knelt down. You know what the girl said? He said, you told me. You told us that in three days, everything disappears. He said, pastor, in three days, every madness left my life. <laughs> Is somebody catch what I'm talking about? Now, it is not God who told me three days. It is as I said. You are going to say tonight, not tomorrow. No, Ruko Jesu, every paralysis, hell took my life. Somebody begin to pray. Every paralysis, every paralysis, every paralysis. Whatever has crippled my capacity for advancement. Whatsoever has crippled my capacity for, for advancement. Whatsoever has crippled my capacity for advancement. In the name of Jesus, hell to my life. Hell today, today, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Now, 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 now. Now, fetish. Now, fetish. Now, fetish. I say in the name of Jesus. Out of my life. Go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. The Lord said that the people here is going to meet you in strange corners. You are going to prophesy every junction of your life, therefore, to be junction of evil. Pastor Adeke called me today. Let me share a testimony with you. It happened to him. He said, man of God, we needed money. And they needed the money so bad. Pastor Adeke is Pastor Shola's friend as well. They needed money so bad. I said, man, and we prayed. I said, the Lord said, he will meet you in strange corners. That it will happen today. And it will be in a strange corner. Now, the wife was leaving work. And as the wife was leaving work, the life wife got to the junction and somebody came to meet her he said please i have money i want to sow i don't know if uh, <laughs> can you advise me where i can sow <laughs> the the woman said what are you talking about we, are, we we have a ministry you can sow there and the man carried all the money and sold it there and that was all the money they needed you are first going to pray for hod father meet hod in a strange way a way unprecedented, a way that has never happened before. Father, meet HOD. Somebody begin to pray. That has never happened before. Lipareto zegatebo zapradiga dogza. Lata zagadraka borate zekredia. Lia Parage Belimonta Libozar Kradiga Father Leparate Zendrekebo Zagabaraga Lia Paradi Zaga in a most strange fashion pay all the bills reconstruct rebuild and complete the transaction in Jesus' mighty name. Help me hold somebody you are going to be praying with that person. Say, Father, as this person is leaving this place tonight, meet this person in a strange way listen listen a woman came to see me one day just as god met pastor Dick that day a woman came to see me one day and the woman was going i said the lord said i should not give you any money 
The woman said, Pastor, nothing to eat, nothing to wear, no house. And she started crying. I wanted to bring out money. God said, Don't. He said, Just pray for her. Ah. I said, Mama, God said, I should not give you any money. He said, But as you go, God said, As you are stepping out, miracle will happen. So I prayed for the person. And as the woman was going on the road, just leaving my office, a Jeep, a Jeep was going, an SUV, and his SUV parked. He said, How are you? He said, Fine. And the woman was crying. He said, Why are you crying? How? The man said, I can see the problem is much. What is your problem? This is my card. Come and see me in the office. The woman went. He said, What? He said, I have no house, nothing to eat, nothing to wear, nothing. The man gave him all the money to do everything as he is going. You are going to pray, Father, as this person is going, help us of destiny. Ah, the Lord is telling me he's opening international doors. Wow. Somebody begin to pray. Help! Strange help everywhere. Strange help everywhere. Strange help everywhere. In the power of the Spirit, meet him. Meet her wherever she goes. mighty name have we prayed the Lord said I should tell somebody here it is already approved that contract you are seeking for is already approved that job you are seeking for is already approved you are stepping out of this auditorium to move into strange blessings you are stepping out of this auditorium to collect your approval Receive it in the name of Jesus. Woo! A strange action hit this place. I said, Receive it in the name of Jesus. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I prophesy, let all your doors be open right now. By the time you are coming for next conference, you are several times bigger than this. You have sickness in your bodies. Lay your hands there. The power of the Holy Spirit is moving right now. Somebody has just been healed. You have a problem with flows of blood. You have just been healed right now. You have any growth in your body? Check it. The power of God is in it right now. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
able to heal. Moving all over this place right now. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Somebody in your eyes, you have just been healed. Check it right now. The healing power of God is moving. Begin to check your bodies. The power of God is moving right now. to heal Jesus Christ Lord your power is all over this place bone conditions are being healed check it that pain leaves your body right now in the name of Jesus every problem completely vacates your soul vacates your bodies you are free by the fire of God in the mighty name of Jesus the Lord said there is someone here. He said as tomorrow dawns. He said a mighty herb that will make you turn around. Listen. Listen. I'm, I'm hearing a song. Ah, Holy Spirit, why are you interrupting with this? Wow. Have your way, Lord. I'm hearing a song. You know that song? I think one boy sang that song. Samson. Even though I know one dance, my body go day move me. The Lord says something will happen tomorrow that will make you turn around. And you will celebrate and praise Jesus like never before. For as many as are healed in their bodies, your healings are permanent in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Lastly, the Spirit said, tell them to do this. This is a prophetic step. Please do it, I beseech you. As the God of heaven gives you grace wherever you are, please do it. The Lord said, tell them to move forward and declare their onward movement. Listen, listen, let me explain what he just told me. Give me an understanding now. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. He said, I pray that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sovereigns. Be made conformable unto his death. If, of course, I mean, even the death on the cross. He said, if I may attain the resurrection of the dead. Now, Amplified Bible says, if I may attain the resurrection of the dead that lifts me. You know, the spiritual moral resurrection that lifts me from among the dead while I'm still in my mortal body. So, what Brother Paul is talking about contextually here is what he wants to attain when he's still alive. Do you understand? When he's still alive. He said, the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me from among the dead while I'm still in my mortal body. Not that I've already attained. 
nor have been made perfect. He said, but I follow after. If I may apprehend that for which Christ also apprehended me. He said, one thing I do, brethren. He said, I forget what is in the past. And I press towards, of course, <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, I forget what is behind. And I reach out to what is ahead of me. I press. That means I move forcefully. The word press connotes the, implic- I mean, the application of forces. I move with force towards the price of the eye calling of what? Now, before when I read that thing, I thought he's talking about going to heaven. No. But Paul said that I may attain this thing when I'm still alive. That means there is a next level. There is a higher calling. There is an say upward calling. That means to go forward, to go upward, and to go onward in your life. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? But it all started with verse 10. It is that power that generates the force that takes me up. I was telling some people some days ago, I was studying on Boeing 747 Jumbo Jet. You know one thing? It, it takes up with 239,000 horsepower. The AC in your house is one horsepower and two horsepower. Now imagine 239,000 horsepower. Now it will lift the thing like paper and fling it into the air, into the sky. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That means all application of relevant forces must be in place for that weight to be in the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, for you to go upwards, the next level of your life, the power of his resurrection must lift you. You are going to begin to take your steps forward right now. The Lord said, just take that step, what? And listen, listen. As you begin to do it, ladies and gentlemen, you are declining with all your strength that in the name of Jesus, I move forward. If you are watching me from home, please begin to take steps and begin to declare, I move forward. By the power of God, I move to my next level. I move to my next level. I attend the next height by the Spirit. In the power of the Spirit, I move. In the power of the Spirit, I move. In the power of the Spirit, I move. Hey, Rage, Baligate, Zenemante. I move. I move. I move. I move. I move. Nioruko Jesu, 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 I move. I move now by the power of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, have we prayed. I hereby declare in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you have taken that step that the Lord showed me, every one of you, by the power of God, you are delivered from stagnation forever. The next phase, the next promotion comes into your hands easily. Hold hands with somebody. Pastor Sinkham. Lift up those hands right now and begin to glorify Jesus. Father, we just want to say thank you for all that you have done. We glorify your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. take our seats I would like all of us to package our offerings for Jesus 
I would like everybody, please package your offerings for Jesus. Whatever the Lord has blessed you with, the name of the ministry is Household of David. The account of the ministry is going to be projected now. And I believe we have POS machines probably at the back for those who might want to use their cards. The Lord bless you. Please package it beautifully. In case you are writing a check, please remember it's 2024, not 2023. And now at the same time, any alterations on your check, please sign against it. And you may please put your telephone numbers at the back of your check in case you need to be contacted. The Lord bless you. Let's package it beautifully for Jesus. If you have packaged it beautifully for Jesus, I want you to rise on your feet as we bless the offerings. The Lord said I should bless people here with dollars. <laughs> Two days ago, I was ministering somewhere and I blessed them with dollars. Somebody said yesterday, said, Pastor, from that blessing, everywhere I turned, people just started giving me dollars everywhere. Are you ready? People will be giving you dollars everywhere. <laughs> Pastor Duro Jaye here was in one of the meetings where I released dollars one day. He said, somebody just called him. He said, yeah, I have dollars for you. And he said, man of God, it has never happened in my life before. The moment after that meeting, he said, that door opened. Listen, doors of dollars in contract will start flowing for you. Wherever you find yourself all over the world, people will give you in dollars. I bless those offerings in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I decree and declare, let your offerings be blessed. I decree and declare, let your offerings be blessed. Father, I decree immediate returns. Not the one that we wait for 10 days. Not even the, Father, even tonight, as they are going home, Father, let miracles follow them. Thank you for listening to this message. Find out more about Household of David. Visit our website at www.householdofdavid.org. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and MixLR. Or join us for one of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. and Wednesdays by 7 p.m. God bless you.